Hello, lovely people. It's so wonderful to meet you here. Today, it's just me sharing with you about uh, some of my insights around thought patterns and how we can shift them and how other people can sometimes have an impact on our thoughts or our state. So welcome. It is The year is rolling along. We're here nearly in November and what a year it has been. Uh, we are actually, yeah, it's been beautiful weather here in New Zealand. I had my first swim um, this past long weekend and it, the water was really beautiful and warm. So I hope that it's going to be like that for the season. Um, and yes, I have my upcoming retreat also in at the end of November and I've only got uh, one or two spots left. So uh, if you're thinking that you need to recalibrate for 2021 or process what it has been in 2020, I would love you to come and join me uh, on this special four-day retreat where we're looking at how to create yourself from the inside out. So let's get back to our talk for today, which is really around um, what I call lasso thoughts, which I'm going to share a bit more about with you, and also how we recover from a negative interaction. Uh, so that's something that sometimes we don't even notice that we've had an interaction with somebody that has an impact on our thinking or on our states. So our thoughts have the ability to change how we feel and how we feel impacts our behavior and our results. So have you ever found yourself in a state where your thoughts have felt like they're completely undisciplined, um, like they almost take on a life of their own. They start um, kind of going around and around in circles in your head and um, suddenly you're in a whole different state of presence. You're actually not present. You're in this, um, what I like to call loop thinking. And I think you might have heard me talk about this in the past where our thoughts go around and around. And this can create a lot of stress in the body because our thoughts can have the, a biochemical change in our body. So often it's our thoughts that create this stress response. It can make us more reactive when we're having this loop thinking and it moves us to a part of the brain that's actually not good for problem solving or seeing the bigger picture. That, that front part of the brain where we want to be often gets um, shut down when we're overthinking things and getting into that stressful state. And sometimes those thoughts might have been initiated by someone else saying something to you, or you might find yourself being the recipient of someone else's negative thoughts. Have you ever been in a really great mood only to receive an email, a call, or a visit from someone that's had it really changed your state? And you notice that you kind of went into something feeling really high and really happy about life. Um, and then it's literally like someone has punctured your positivity. And I just kind of imagine a, a balloon kind of... Um, just floating down to the ground. And uh, I think we've all probably had experiences like that where you kind of have the, the wind taken out of your sails just by a little comment or by something that happens in an interaction. So when someone puts their negative thoughts or emotions onto you, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, it can be easy to get caught into that state or vibration. And I like to call it the lasso effect. So how I imagine it is that the other person is swinging their thoughts around their head like a lasso. 
So it's going around and around and around <laughs> above their head. Uh, and this is loop thinking. So going through scenario after scenario, um, going through imaginary conversations, and the more those thoughts loop, the more powerful the lasso becomes. So I think we can associate that with ourselves in certain scenarios and with somebody else who's kind of going into this state as well. And then you come to this point um, where the, you or the person wants to direct those thoughts and emotions at someone else. So you imagine the lasso is flying through the air and suddenly it lands on you if someone else is um, swinging it. <laughs> and it actually captures you. And you're now tied into that person's thoughts and emotions. And it feels very, very hard to escape. So it's almost like you're tied in the rope, um, that someone's suddenly taken you from where you are in your current reality and you're suddenly feeling this different kind of friction because um, you've been caught in what I like to call the lasso. And I actually had this recently whereby I, I received an email that suddenly took me out of my current reality and it lassoed me into a different state. And what's inspired me to create today's little um, share is really about how I notice my state change from just receiving that email and reading these words in the email um, that, that, that put me into a different state and vibration. And I found it really challenging to shift my state. Um, I, I'm, I'm quite aware that I could, um, you know, that, I, that overthinking it in response is not right, but the state in my body was hard to shift. So I'm going to share a little bit about the process of how to move through shifting your state and your thinking when somebody is, um, you know, shared something with you and maybe it's, it's something valid and something true as well that you do need to receive. So often when we get lassoed by someone's thoughts, we take the lasso off and we start swinging it around our own head. Okay, so we've been caught by the lasso, we take it off and then we start creating um, our response in our head or we create the scenarios or we make it mean something. So the lasso starts its life again. So we might get defensive or we might want to fix things quickly. Um, we feel like we've failed. Maybe we're wanting to quickly make somebody to, to please somebody or make things better. And the lasso keeps swing it, swinging and swinging now around our head. So sometimes we swing it back to the other person with all the thoughts and emotions, trying to get rid of it in some way. Like, like we want to take that lasso, swing it back and catch them right back. Um, but the damage is done um, and our state has changed. And basically we're just passing the lasso back and forth and the momentum is building all the time. I'm sure you've had these scenarios, whether it's face to face with somebody where you're starting to sling words back and forth that you kind of know is not the right thing, or you respond to an email and the tone is not right and that comes back. Um, and then we've got this lasso effect happening back and forth. So what do we do when someone throws us a negative lasso or, or they throw us a lasso that just makes us have a negative response? So I'm going to just take you through five steps that I've found really useful um, in helping me and that I share sometimes with some of my clients on how to move through, um, you know, receiving something that puts us into a negative state. So the first one is to acknowledge how you feel. So 
the instant thing that we usually do is go straight to the thinking. We start going straight to our head and thinking of the scenarios. But what I really want you to do here is to acknowledge what's being said and how it makes you feel. So just starting to feel the response in your body. Where do I feel it? And uh, allow yourself just a moment to, to get what the emotion is that you're, you're feeling. So it's almost like a little mindfulness practice. And you've heard me share about how to move through mindfulness um, practice, uh, you know, a mindfulness process. It's very similar. We start rather than with what are we thinking, we start with how are we feeling. So the feeling when we actually stop and feel it in our body might be hurt or confused, don't know why I, I received that, disappointed, embarrassed. We might feel some kind of shame that somebody's said something to us and we, we didn't mean it to be that way. Just acknowledge what that feeling is in your body by feeling it without judgment. I know for me, when I received um, this email, I just felt it straight in my heart. I went straight to this feeling and it actually hung around for a whole weekend, this feeling in my heart. And it was really heavy and I had to really work on um, being able to, to shift that feeling. And I guess there's some sadness and hurt um, there and I really had to unpack that um, to move through it. So the second thing is to take responsibility for your thoughts. So once you're aware of how you feel, just notice the story that you're telling yourself. Okay, so what are, what are you saying about this scenario that are you flicking it straight back and, and kind of <laughs> have your own story about that person and who they are and, um, you know, how dare they sometimes is the response or are you saying a story about yourself that I'm not good enough or I've failed or um, I'm not worthy or something like that. Just look at what the default thought is um, and, and really question that what is being said, is that something that is true um, or is it something that's going on with them or is it something that's triggering an old feeling or belief in you that's making you feel this reaction? So the second one, as I said, is taking responsibility for your thoughts. So just questioning and challenging your thoughts um, and, and seeing you know, whether they're true or whether they need to be changed. And the third one is to step into the other person's perspective. And I know this can be really challenging, especially when we've been taken aback by someone or something that said that we've been hurt or upset um, by words or by some kind of behavior. And it's really is hard in that moment to step into someone else's shoes and have some kind of empathy for what might be going on for them. Um, but I really want you to have this moment of reflection and try to step into their shoes and really ask yourself, what is going on for them in this moment? What is happening in their life uh, in this moment? What, what could they be saying um, in their own mind about their, themselves? Um, and, and then could what they'll be saying to me be valid and do I need to take responsibility um, in what they're saying? So it's really um, looking at things, stepping back from that current heat of the moment and that initial thought and response and, and really looking at it in a way that um, is a little bit less biased and, um, and really 
really kind of questioning what could be going on for somebody to have said or done something like that and how could they be feeling. So the fourth one is to give yourself time to respond. Okay, so when we get caught in the lasso and that circle, you know, going around and around those loops, the natural reaction is to to loop it around in our own head and then to throw it back as soon as we can. It's almost like a hot potato that we just don't even want to have and we just want to get that response back to feel better. But what I really want to encourage you to do is to put the lasso down, okay? So this is challenging, um, because we want to take some some of the energy out of it. But by actually putting it down and not doing anything to it, that's how we take the energy and the friction out of that exchange. It's not actually by firing something back. So try to delay your response until you can feel calm and centered until you've done a couple of the steps above. Um, and if it's an email and it's possible, leave it for a day or two. And if it's face to face, just tell that person you need some time to think about what they've said and that you'll come back to them. So you'll circle back when you kind of can get your head around things. So take this time just to, to practice um, these, these steps of really uh, acknowledging how you feel, taking responsibility for your thoughts stepping into the other's perspective and getting that bigger picture of what might be happening through um, for them and, and taking responsibility for yourself. Give yourself that time to respond. And then finally, once you've done those, those steps, I want you to, number five, work on changing your state, okay? So your thoughts directly impact your state. So when you're, you're swinging the lasso around in your head, you're changing your state and it's not for the better. Sometimes we think that we can think our way out of some things, that we can think our way into feeling better or, or um, shifting things. But what I really, really encourage you to do is to, to look at how can I change the way I feel, especially if you've had that feeling of being knocked back a bit or you've had the wind out of your sails, how can I get myself back into the state um, that I can respond in a way that's better? So challenge your thoughts and choose thoughts that make you feel good. So you can keep ruminating and going around and around on on that person and blame and um, even self-sabotage to yourself or harsh words to yourself or you can choose a thought that makes you feel good. And that's what Abraham Hicks says, reach for a better feeling thought. Okay, so sometimes we don't want to put the lasso down because it feels like um, we're not doing enough, we're not being in control. But I really want you to think, what would be a better feeling thought for me? Maybe it's that, um, you know, I'm going to, uh, I know this person is a good friend and they know they mean well, or maybe it's, well, maybe this is just a sign that, that, that we need to create some more space between us. Try to find a, a better feeling thought. Maybe it's just that I'm uh, a gratitude thought is always a great way to choose a, a better feeling thought. So words of, you know, any kind of appreciation for you in the moment is a great way to help you with, um, finding a better feeling thought and it doesn't have to be gratitude for that particular scenario but just a gratitude for something that's happening in your life is, is a great way for you to reach for a better feeling thought so you can work on also on natural ways to change your state so ask yourself 
what makes me feel better that is good for me? And there's lots of scientific ways that show us that we can um, change our state. We know that movement is a really, really great way for changing our state, releasing endorphins and, and um, you know, feeling that state change, having a chemical change in our body. Meditation, we know that that is really, really good for, um, you know, over time, especially really changing our ability to be more present and respond in a way that's, um, you know, coming from, from the right place. For some people, it's singing and using their voice. So you can put music on or you can do some chanting and really use your voice can sometimes help to change our state. Um, being in nature, again, we know that um, there is a lot of research behind the wonderful benefits um, for our, our mental state by being in nature. So take yourself out for a walk in nature or on the beach, and that can really help us shift out of that, that lasso thinking. Some people it's dancing, some people it's breath, breathing, you know, some really deep belly breaths or some breath work, yoga class, um, you know, playing, playing with your kids. There's lots of different ways that help us to change our state. So sometimes um, we need a, a state change and those things that I've just mentioned can help us break that state. Um, and then when we change our state, we also often change the way we think and we change um, the way we behave and then our results are different. So, so really looking at, we don't often look at how do we change our states. We just keep thinking and thinking our way through. So that is, that is something I really want you to think about. And this work is really challenging. It's not easy to navigate a negative interaction, but hopefully with the above steps, um, you know, they can help you move through it with a little more ease and a little bit more awareness and, and trying to, you know, stop us from having that kind of reactive response when something, um, you know, unexpected or negative maybe comes our way. Uh, yeah, you might discover, you know, some, some other insights just about yourself by doing this process. And, and you can use it even when you are just feeling kind of in your own funk or feeling a bit negative in yourself and you're just having these thoughts um, without anyone else being involved, you can use the same five-step process just to, to move you through that. So I hope that's helpful. And um, yeah, unfortunately, life does throw us a few curveballs sometimes or we throw ourselves some curveballs. So I hope that this little practice will be helpful for you and uh, I look forward to speaking to you soon.